What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and you guys are listening to episode 443, and what an episode I have today, okay? Uh, I know I say that sometimes, but today really is a special one. Um, I have somebody on the show who's uh, I've been friends with since he's been 17 years old, and he did TVE when the first stand was under construction when he was 18 years old. That's okay, right. uh, you guys may know him in his early days of stand-up doing um, MTV and uh, Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out, and uh, now a cast member of Saturday Night Live, my uh, comedy little brother and a guy that I just love, Pete Davidson. Thank you so much for uh, being on TVE. Thank you for having me. 443, man. 443, dude. And here's what's nuts. I think I was your- on like number 17. You, yeah, I was going to say, you're in your mid-20s now. You were eight, you had like just turned around 18 or was about to. Yeah. And we were in the old stand as they were like, should the bar go here? Yeah, where are we going to put uh, the, the food and all that? Yeah, we were like uh, the first, like, bef- like literally the first day you could walk in there without getting like asbestos in your throat. <laughs> yeah, like they were asking us, should the stage go here? Remember, they were literally like, we're, yeah. we're going to put a color, like the colors are going to be blue. And like me and you were trying to do, I put my laptop on like a construction site. And yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. And me and you, we, we probably both had ideas, but we just both wanted to work the club so bad. So we're like, yeah, if the blue curtain should be like right there. And the fucking, I mean, yeah, dude, it's all, it's all five star food where there's comedy. That's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to be upstairs and not watching the comics the whole time. Yeah, put the stage anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, just like, I think it's all great. <laughs> now, Pete, you're somebody, this is what I wanted to talk to you about because there's two different types of people during this pandemic and quarantine okay there's the person that's losing their fucking mind bored can't and and then there's the people like me who are like i'll fucking i don't mind not driving an hour to the city and playing you know mario kart and video games with my kids and and doing podcasts with friends don't get me wrong i miss the stage but it seems like you're not the latter you you want to get out no i want to get out you your positivity makes me feel like garbage you're like, you're like, yeah, I just got my kids and my wife here. We're playing every day. It's all right. Nice. Meanwhile, my mom and sister are sitting up there like, is Pete ever going to come upstairs? <laughs> you're like, bored like, out of, so you're bored out of your mind. I, I can't take it, man. I, I don't, I just, I just want to go do things. But I was never like that. I always liked staying at home. And yeah. I always liked, like, this has given me a new appreciation for like, at least like just going, to, going out to get something. Like even going out to the store to get something is like fucking crazy. Yeah, you feel like like you're like the jail, the warden in the jail goes, you can go have a little time. Yeah, exactly. And then they keep pushing it and whatever. And you're like, dude, my parole's coming up. And it's like, nah, you know what? Now we're extending it to June 15th. How spoiled are we though, as humans that like, you're in a beautiful home and in, in, in Staten Island, I'm in a beautiful home in the country. And we're like, we have PS4 at our disposal. We have right. fucking Hulu. I mean, this is the only time where you could be like, yo, I couldn't watch Breaking Bad because there were 16 episodes a season. Now we can, and we're still like, yo, this sucks. Yeah, dude, it's fucking fu- like, I'm like, oh, I already watched everything. <laughs> I re- already watched everything. I, I already been sitting in my comfort and my privilege for, for two months now. Yeah, Dude, sitting mom, in your own privilege is so embarrassing. Uh, you know what was so funny? The other day, me and you were talking, and I just saw you get handed a hot meal. Yeah. And, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> it 
you just got handed a hot meal as if you were in a restaurant and you're yeah. you're like dude this sucks <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like i love you if you ever need anything i'm always here for you i'm like dude get the oh. fuck out of here pete if you need anything i'm yeah. right upstairs i need anything and you're just like i just want to be left alone yeah <laughs> oh that's hilarious dude um so do you now what are you what are you missing the most are you missing forget just being outside like work wise are you missing the the acting are you missing snl or are you missing stand-up or all of it i just miss like all that i miss the the camaraderie i miss people being excited to go to work i miss like rehearsing and like actually doing stuff like we're, we're trying to do some stuff for snl but it still feels weird you know because you're not in yeah. the office and you're just like setting yourself up on a tripod and like yeah. it feels like you're auditioning for the show that's so funny like all this stuff we're doing it's just like i feel like i did this to try and get on it and it's just all these like weird half-ass videos that you're trying to do and it it, it, it really makes the situation like like wow we're really in like we're in some shit I'm always impressed with NBC and SNL because you guys took that Zoom show and I got to be honest, like it was kind of like, it was a show. Like it even though dope. it wasn't, yeah, it was dope. Like they, they figured out, like even like they're smart enough to figure out like, oh, we got to do a Zoom sketch. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would never think of that. All my ideas are just like, they're like, dude, we can't, we can't do that. You can't go outside. Yeah, no, that was really good. And like, I love how they were like, get Tom Hanks because he just beat the coronavirus. So just get him right. in a suit in his kitchen. And yeah. it, it's hilarious. And it works. They're, they're really smart over there. They're yeah, really no, I mean, what's the show? Been around for 45 years, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they'll, they're going to fucking figure it out. Um, that's amazing, though, that you are home chilling and you're not always by yourself, though, right? Like you got... I have my one friend who I've been quarantining with, Jay, who comes by every day. And it's been, it makes it a little bit easier, but it's also yeah. just, it's just, I miss everyone. I miss, I hate talking to people through like a phone. Yeah. Cause there's always that awkward lag where you're both just trying to find something to say. And you're both just like, yeah, man, this shit sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This, this is awful. And you're like, yeah, man. With the, cause yeah. with, the, with the Facebook, like with the FaceTime, you were saying there's no escaping it. No, yeah, you're stuck on, like, the FaceTime is super awkward because, like, the, you know, usually one person has a lot to say and the <laughs> other person is just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. But, like, vice versa. Like, I've called people, too, been like, dude, this, this, and they're like, yeah, man, that's right. Yeah, I haven't, haven't been outside in two months. I swear to God, though, I'm not, what's it called? I am not going to not hug or, or give pounds. I'm not doing that. Like when I see you, when this is over, I'm giving you a pound and I'm giving you a hug. Like, no, yeah. listen, let me rephrase that. I'm not doing that shit to anybody. Like right. there, you know, like acquaintances that I see at comedy clubs, it's going to be a little distant fist pump, but I'm talking about people that I love like family. Cause now they they were online saying like, I heard one of the, either the governor or the doctor going like, we may have to like, just not shake hands. They were fuck that dude. I'm Italian and Greek dude. I'm going to yeah. fucking tackle somebody I love. That's the most Italian and Greek fucking thing about. Oh, dude, fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm not. When I see my boy, I'm giving him a kiss. I don't give a shit. Listen, I'll pull my dick out. I'll pull my dick out. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. This <laughs> pandemic has <it> sucked. <laughs> what, what's your, uh, what do you think we're going to get back? You think like fall? I realistically am hoping for the fall, but there seems to be a lot of optimism about the summer. I know Cuomo just said the worst of it is over. 
um, which I don't know exactly what that means. I guess I think like the most, the peak of deaths and cases are going to start going down in New York is positive. But I mean, just to get everything jump started again, like even if they do open everything in the summer, the first thing you're not going to do is like go do these inside activities with all these other people. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I think is a little bit like it's going to take a little bit of time unless they could figure out who had it and who's immune to it and then let those people. How great would it be doing a comedy show knowing that everybody involved just is is like is immune is immune. Yeah, that would be great. I'm because I'm just picturing it. They're like, you know, with, with the movie theaters, they're looking to open in July. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to a fucking movie theater for years. Yeah, I know it's going to be, and, and right now you don't have to, as long as the streaming services and on demand lets you, like they're releasing movies now, like movies that were in the theater, they're just yeah, popping they're, out now. They're here. I think it's great what they're doing with that because, you know, how many times have you seen a trailer and been like, I'll wait. Right. I'll wait, I'll wait for it to be on demand. That's a great, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. Now you're like, oh, you know what? I got nothing to do for fucking- 90% of the movies I see when the Wayback trailer came out, I'm like, oh man, fucking May comes around. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of that movie in my basement. Now it's here. I get to watch it. Wait, which one was it? The Wayback with uh, Ben Affleck. He's like a basketball coach. Oh yeah. That's awesome. I heard I, like Al Madrigal is like his assistant coach in it. Yeah. yeah. Was the, is the movie good? It's great. It's a great movie. It's really, Al's really good at it too. Yeah, I, uh, you know the thing. I, I had that thing, I'm telling you, like I had a fucking Yankee hat on and Ben Affleck bumped into me and I'm almost convinced it's because I had the Yankee hat on because I heard he doesn't like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, and three years later, you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, imagine I went up to what kind of lunatic I would, oh, dude, I think I got a stalker. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Please, please tell me everything. I, nothing makes me happier than you having a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> because you would, you would be so excited that you'd befriend the guy. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, yeah, if I, I'd be like, oh, dude, I mean, I appreciate you. I, you know, because you know how I love, I appreciate people that like my work. Yeah. So I'd be like, you're, listen, you're Italian and, and Greek. So you're just so loving and like anybody that's like cool with you, you, you want to show that love back. So Imagine I if like, I just went up to him and I go, listen, dude, I appreciate you liking everything. Can you just not be in the tree outside? Yeah, yeah dude, it's creeping out my wife, if possible. Like if, if you want to hang out in the kennel with the dogs, I'll come down there. I'll feed you. I'll say hello. Listen, I appreciate the tattoo of my album on your forehead, but yeah. like my wife and kids are freaking out, you know, that you're, my dog is barking all night because you're in the backyard. They were really freaked out. And if you, I don't know how you got a dog whistle. <laughs> Do you, uh, have you had a stalker? I have a stalker that knows where I live and drives by and posts videos of my house. And I don't know how to, cause I don't know her real name. I just know her username and I don't know how to get it. Like, but you know, one. you know that she's driving by, like, you know, I know who it is. I know that she's doing it. I've seen her do it. But my, I also have this other fear that I get a restraining order, and and then she's like, "So you want to restrain me, do you?" And then she just yeah. fucking kills my entire family. Though so that's the thing about stalkers that are scary. It's almost like if you give them a little bit, yeah. <laughs> like, but if you go, if you completely cut them out, dude, then it could get. Dude, if you cut them out and you like go to the law, dude, that's like that's like some gang shit. That's like they they take that seriously. They're yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed to see you. I'll set your house on fire. <laughs> yeah, I thought we had something. You're like, I thought we had something I here. Had something. I'm X, X Pete fan number 37. 
You know, I love, yeah, I love, I'm your biggest fan. It's like, no, you're a fucking lunatic. My mom's my biggest fan and I don't even talk to her. So fucking get in line, lady. My mom's my biggest fan. She cooks me dinner every night. She's literally 20 yards upstairs. And I still am like, I might get a restraining. How funny would that be if you got a restraining one on your mom? (laughs) You are not allowed downstairs. You had to hire somebody to bring the food to you? (laughs) Like a mediator? (laughs) Listen, listen, you two, you guys are family. All right. But you're not allowed to go down there. And he's not. I got it's so uncomfortable. Because, yeah. like, after a while, you just, you do run out of shit to talk about with your family. You're just kind of standing around, just kind of like, sucks, right? Are you, guys, <laughs> are you guys playing cards or board games and shit, or? No, we're not that type of family. We're Irish. It's all just, you know, we're all just like, you're alive? Cool. Or you else. just hold it in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just hold in the pain and you'll deal. Irish, here's the funny thing about Irish guys. Irish guys will deal with, like, I always talk to my uh, Irish and German friends about this. Like you guys get hung over and you'll just take it. Like I used to just be hung over and be like, oh, I'm never going to that job again. Like I'm never going to work again. Like, right. like I'm going to cry for two days. I'm going to cry for two days because I'm completely guilty, depressed, and I feel awful. And I'm right. going to drink water. And then when I start coming back, life's great again. Irish guys are just like, no, I drank. I'm going to fucking deal with it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just like, no. It is what it is, Paul. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's fucking hilarious. So you are, uh, <laughs> how many Zooms? So when you do the SNL, you guys have to just, every meeting is a Zoom. Yeah, so it's it's like, it, they always say like it starts like it'll start at three, but like it takes like 15 minutes for everybody to like get their little buttons in order. And, uh, and always record. One, yeah, always one person just doesn't have their video on and, and then they, they try to record and you have to do it over again. and. It's fucked up, dude. Like, you wouldn't think it would be frustrating, but, like, yeah. it is. It, yeah, like, like, you're like, dude, it's a fucking, like, figure it out. Like, yeah, like, even when me and you started, I'm, I'm, I don't know technology. I'm going, dude, look to the left. There yeah. might be a, a button that says audio. And here's the funniest thing. Then you go, no, Paul, I'm, I'm on. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, I'm on now. I'm going, Pete, look at the. Go to the and, and then you go, Paul, pick up your phone, Dick. It's you. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, my bed. It's my show. I don't even I know. I literally go. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, dude. Oh, well, it's good seeing you like this. I'm, you know, luckily we hung out. Luckily we hung out kind of right before this. Yeah, we, we felt the storm coming. We, we, yeah, we hung out at the house. We had some Italian food and we, uh, we went to see. Uh, Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys Three. Yeah, we loved it. I did. I did I like it. Was great. No, Martin makes me laugh, dude. Like, Martin Lawrence is one of the funniest comedic I, actors of all time. Comedic actor-wise, Martin Lawrence. Oh, here, here's the movies that he crushed it in: Nothing to Lose, Black Knight. Did you Black see Knight's Black? incredible. Dude, I saw Black Knight twice in the movie theater. It's incredible. Oh when my he, god! When he, when he lands in medieval times. Yeah, dude. And when he got announced to the king and he made him like do his like high school basketball intro. <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, oh, man, this is too much. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, he crushed it in all the bad boys. But like he's just his commit. And a lot of directors say about Martin Lawrence that he riffs shit that they're just like, like, that is gold, dude. Like that yeah. kid is sick. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. And I'm glad he's making this comeback too. Oh, dude, when he sings the Bad Boys song wrong, 
Uh, <laughs> and Will Smith is like, dude, know the words. I know love it. Words. I bet that was probably improv. I, yeah, I bet you that was too. You know, he um, he got banned from SNL, I think. Did he? Is he? Did he do something stupid? While I hosting? think his monologue. I think they told him to not do something his monologue, or he might have cursed or something. But I think he got banned. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's literally the only thing that'll get you banned. If like they'll be like, "Hey, you can't, you can't do this." Like, Don't do say that. Just say anything else. Like you could accidentally curse. So like if you accidentally mess up, like it's a live show. There's a lot of slack. But like yeah. for you to get banned, you have to like really fuck up. There's got to be a real yeah. Yeah. I feel like to get banned from anything in life, you got to be like, for somebody to go, listen, you could never be here ever again. Yeah, that's crazy. You got to fuck up. Like you really got, hey, like for like, the, like they did that to like one of the Knicks, like literally like one of the historical, like good team Knicks. They were, it was like Oakley. They were like, yeah, you can't, you can't come back here anymore. Let's talk about that for a second, dude. What's going on with like, there's no basketball, no baseball, no football, but now they're saying the NFL will start in September, which I'm happy, selfishly happy about. Right. But I don't want everybody to go week one, like, yeah, fuck yeah, the NFL, and then everybody's sick, like the next everybody's week. Everybody's just drained and exhausted. <laughs> People throwing 20-yard passes. We've never seen this many players sick and hurt, like they're just Everybody's puking. just coughing on, on fucking those – those gas things where they just get the oxygen. Do you um, still have your Giants tickets or no? Yeah, I got my, I'm a, I am an Irish dude from Staten Island. I will never let those things go. I got, I don't care. Like I can't go anymore because they're regular seats and like this, right. There's people everywhere. Yeah. But like I just give them away to friends. I can't ever, like if my dad found out that I got rid of my giant season tickets, he would yeah. be fucking furious. Yeah. You know what people don't, and I wanted to say this on the show, because this is true. You are, and I'm not saying this to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm, I just wanted to tell you the truth. Um, you are one of the most misunderstood fucking dudes. And it's just so ridiculous. Like when people are like, oh, you're friends with Pete. I'm like, dude, I've been on Pete forever. You're such a down to earth, nice kid. And yet like paparazzi want to like jump off a bridge to like get a, <laughs> to get a glimpse of you getting a sandwich. And, and then like, they'll make up something that, and I'm like, nobody know like you are so chill. Dude, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me at all. It really made me just like rethink this whole type of career thing. Like now I just like, now I'm trying to move real quietly, just like in silence. Yeah. Cause like, you're right. Like if I like get a sandwich, they'll be like, Pete, bought a sandwich he's racist it's like what it's like I, who eats roast beef on a wednesday what a dick didn't even cut the crust off fucking pussy it's just like the weirdest things i get upset for you get like a roast beef with mayo and they're like pete davidson hates cows yeah <laughs> cow hater he didn't cow have to get he didn't have to get roast beef and cheese he's a cow hater dude yeah dude it's, uh, but you know what? I feel like you dealt with so much of that young that you're kind of like now, you're, it's just like, you must be like, ah, you know, that's what it is. Like it's in a way, as much as it probably sucked going through some of the shit that you went through, it's yeah. probably like, now you're like, all right, dude, I kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean like the paparazzi stuff is just like, now I'm just kind of immune to it, but going through some of that shit was fucking horrible, but now it's just kind of like funny. Now you try to play pranks on them. Like I'll just like, uh, if I go out, like I'll wear like a blues clues t-shirt and just look like shit. 
like on purpose. So yeah, like in uh, remember in Goodfellas when De Niro wanted the FBI to stay up all night and chase him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he knocked on the window. He goes, "Come on, fuckos, let's, let's go." Fuck let's and he go. goes, "I don't give him the satisfaction." He goes, "No, I'll keep him up all night." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just start wearing bad shit, like Peach going yeah. nuts. You wore a dude. He wore a Blues Clues T-shirt. No, yeah, I just walk around in sandals and I just go like this all the time. Just looking as poorly as possible with a smile is my thing. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you just got Speedos on and a, and, a, and a robe. Oh, that would be awesome. Dude, if you just went out with fucking Speedos and a robe and flip-flops and, yeah. like, your hair was all over the place, I mean, oh, that'd be hilarious. I just went swimming. What's that? I just went swimming. But you you did you do uh you're doing real good man like you 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 handle it like not a lot of people can handle that's like a lot of shit when people are just out and about you know like I remember one time me and you were walking in the city and you were like yeah you see up there and they were like just people and I was just like wow yeah it's fucking it's creepy I mean like now now I know how to like almost navigate it like it's lucky yeah. luckily that it I live in Staten Island they don't really come all the way down here unless there's like big news or whatever is big news to them. But like, it's definitely, it was definitely fucking really weird for some time. By the way, Staten Island is so fucking far from. Dude, it means you have to drive an hour and change to get a picture of me smoking a blunt. (laughs) Get a picture of me in the morning, getting my paper, just looking disheveled. And they're like, he's dying. You know what you should do? You should fake befriend one of these people, like fake friend a TMZ guy and be like, hey, dude, I'm going for a ride and it's going to be big news when I get there and then just drive to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> just just until, until they're like five like days in, like I think we should, tur- I don't think he's ever stopping. I don't think he's ever getting out. He's never gotten out either. Just five days straight in a Prius. <laughs> Never stop. Not one stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking great, man. That is so great. Um, You feeling good, though? I'm feeling a lot better, yeah. It's hard to, like, stay, uh, like, mentally healthy during this stuff. Like like I said, you're a very positive person. I'm very, like, the opposite. I see, like, the negative. So, like, you've been helping me a lot, being like, dude, you know, it's a beautiful day. I get to back down my kid, just score some points on him. Yeah out building my studio like you just like always find things to like do well i heard i heard some people say something that was really smart and they were like using this time to do some shit that you always wanted to do like i mean our garage was a shit show our back shed was a shit show and the rest of our house was great so now we're in a pandemic and i'm going we only have two things we really need to do the garage and the shed guess what garage and the shed done so now i'm going what's the one thing i could use a fucking podcast studio you know, and, yeah. and, I, and me, and listen, dude, you know this about me. I got sick and tired of people saying your social media presence is not like, like your, your standup is far beyond your social media presence. How annoying are the words social media presence? Terrible. And that's exactly why my social media presence wasn't good because I, you know me, dude, you know me for a long time. I like to go on the road and then call my friends and go, dude, I'm working on the new hour. These jokes are, yeah. you know, I want to go to the city and, and, and go to the stand or the cellar or, or, or New York or stand up. And I want to do new jokes. And everyone's Paul like, Percy, I don't want to see is this. What's up guys. It's Paul. Exactly. And you How know you what? Doing? It's and I never want to. Yeah. I'm cooking eggs. What you got to do is throw some green peppers in. 
Okay. But here's the secret on top of the green pepper. It's like, I don't, that's not me. Yeah. What are you fucking Dr. Phil? But it did hurt me though. It did hurt me because when I would go places, people go, oh man, like, you know, the podcast, you got to do more video. And now that this pandemic happened, now I'm these podcasts and, and I'm starting to notice and I'm going, oh shit. Like, okay. People liked me and just wanted to see me more. So part of it is that too. Like I didn't want to be some narcissistic narcissist who always had to be out there. Um, but I was like, let me build the studio. So what I did during this is to stay, cause listen, you know, we've talked about it. You know what I went through in 2016. I have, you know, and I think maybe that's a reason why me and you connect is cause we go through shit. And, yeah. uh, I think all comedians have something. And now that we're confined, it's like, oh shit, dude. It's like putting like a tiger in a cage and it's like, dude, that tiger's going to fucking like, he, he can't be in there. Right. Yeah. Like he's going to figure out how to break out. Like, yeah. And he's pacing around and he's looking at people that work around him going, I'm going to eat that motherfucker as soon as he gets close to me. Cause I'm pissed. Did you see the new tiger King episode? There's another they're one. They just did. They just interviewed the rest of the cast and all of them look like hot. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I know the one guy got teeth and shit. Yeah, All of them look like really great. It's really funny. That's yeah. Cause they finally got, that's hilarious. But, yeah. um, my favorite guy is the guy that has barely any teeth and he has long hair. I don't know his name, but uh, in the in the doc, they go when they do you remember when they were talking about Doc Antle and how many girlfriends he had? Yeah. And they go, <laughs> they go to this guy. They go, uh, how many uh, how many girlfriends did Doc Antle have? And then he just goes, I don't give a fucking fuck. <laughs> Oh, I don't give a fucking fuck. Dude, when Doc Antle just showed up on top of an elephant. <laughs> and, and he Dude, was, that's my next special. That's how I'm, that's how I'm entering the stage. And he, was, and he was directing it. He was yeah. going, here's what we're going to do, dude. I'm going to come in on a fucking... And, they, <laughs> and he just basically told the director to back off. I'm running the scene. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to go into my crib right now, open the crib. And then when you come in, I'll be like, hey, what's going on? Welcome <laughs> to my crib. <laughs> and the director's like, all right, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, no, but I think, like, going back to what we were talking about, I think doing shit that you wanted to do, like, it's lazy now if you said you were going to write a movie script before this, and, and now you don't. Like, all the shit that people talk, like, this pandemic is going to call out shit talking. This pandemic is going to be like, listen, you're home in sweatpants for at least another, even if today, if this shit started today, you're at home in sweatpants for at least another 60 days, probably. And I would say at least. At least. If you don't get that fucking screenplay written, if you don't, you know, clean the fucking part of your house, if you don't paint the thing you were supposed to paint, if all that shit's not done, you're a lazy piece of shit. And you're, you're just a fucking strain on society because you're doing nothing productive at all. I don't want to hear about that movie you were going to write, you know, <laughs> like it's a, that writing packet that you never got around to. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm that mad, but it's like. No, well, there's a lot of people that talk in our business and a lot of people that, that like seem to know, think they know what to do. And when they tell you it and then they don't even do it, you're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like if November comes around and somebody's like, dude, I got a movie idea. I'm going to go, no, you don't, because you had fucking That's so many months. Dude, I live up, up on this mountain on the hill and there's woods and all deer and shit. And then there are dog trails. And I want to go with an iPhone and literally get like a few friends and just make a fucking low budget horror movie on an iPhone in the woods. Like, <laughs> like just get fake blood and just have like the worst 
just like a like almost like a riff script. How funny would like a curb your enthusiasm style script be with just fucking a, a horror? Let's go check out the woods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the woods. Fuck you ain't getting me, bitch. Like just it would be awful, but it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> just being productive or doing anything is really great during this time. Yeah. And listen, let's be honest, dude. Eat better. I mean, listen, half of us are going to come out fat and the other half are going to come out ripped and in shape. Oh, I can't wait to see who shredded. That shit is going to be hilarious. I think it's going to be funnier to see somebody that just blew out to like 350. Someone just didn't give a fuck? They were just like, dude, I'm eating cake. Yeah, they just blow out. They just. I hope, I hope all actors are doing that. I hope they all just come out all just fat. Dude, how funny would it be if when this was all over, you just saw like Tom Cruise just blew out. Giant. <laughs> Filming Mission Impossible 4, trying to jump across buildings. Or eight, or whatever Mission Impossible. They're the up trailer there. is he's going to jump off a building and get on the other one, but he just falls into the building and dies yeah. because he's Or he bad. just makes it halfway and then just goes all the way down. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, that guy does his own fucking stunts. It's crazy. The craziest thing I ever saw him do was that, that he, he said the night before he couldn't sleep. He got on the side of one of those airplanes. That, that scene where he's like on the side of like a B-2 bomber. Yeah, that's they real. They literally took off and then circled around and landed and he was on it. Did you know how nuts that is? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I think people like that, I'm not kidding. I think people like that in, subconsciously have a death wish. Like, I'm not saying that he wants to, he's saying, oh, I hope I die. But I think in his mind, he's like, I truly don't care if I die. And if I do, I, do, I did it doing what I love. You don't do shit like that if you're normal. Oh, you mean ride the outside of an airplane on a budget of a $300 million movie where they have 37 people that look exactly like you that are trained to do this? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really There's going out of the literally 37 people that are, look exactly like them same size same weight that their job is to hang outside of an airplane and he's like no go to fuck home dude i got such a funny story for you i don't know if you know this yet but i gotta tell you so when i came to uh, king of staten island the first day right and i was taking pictures i'm yeah. sitting there and like everybody was really nice and I'm like all right we're gonna do this picture we're gonna reenact this and they're being nice and i look over to the left and there's this dude that looks just like me right and yeah. I'm going, and then they go, hey, you know what, Paul? Take a break for a second. Get him in here. And I'm going, like, are they fucking auditioning this kid, too? Like, is there a chance that like, they're going right to take- Right in front of me? Dude, like, yeah, like, I thought that, this is how fucking hilarious. I thought, I'm going, like, do I need to, like, pose better than this kid? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there going, and then afterwards, when I was, like, I talked to the guy, and he goes, no, dude, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, like, to just make your job easier. And like, cause I'm all used to low budget, like, you know, funny or die comedy sketches. Right. You know, like, and any acting I did, even on a real film was on an indie film. I never was on some universal, like money right. budget like that. So I'm just right. going like, so I'm just going like, oh, so you're just, yeah. He's like, no, no, I'm here to make your life easy. And I'm literally going like, fuck, they might use this kid. How <laughs> hilarious is that? That like I auditioned and like got it or whatever. And then I thought that they just brought in like a secondary kid in case I shit the bed. Just like a younger, like skinnier Paul. And you want to know what was funny? I actually thought that he was a little more out of shape than me. So I was, yeah. I felt fucking like disrespected. I'm like, yo, dude, I don't look like that. Like, like, he was like my height, but I felt like I was a little more put together. I thought I'm a little more shredded than this. I'm going like, is this what they see? Like when they called in lookalikes? 
<laughs> they called in a lookalike. They think that that's fuck. And I was like, that night, I like ate chicken. I was like, I got to get my shit together. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awesome. It's great having you on here, man. It sucks that we're not going to be able to like, even like all the, like, even though I know we're going to do some stuff together, and, but it's like, everything has got to be like this. And it's like, it's going to be cool. But once like July hits and this is still going on, then it, then I'll probably get to like, I'm nowhere near where you are. Right. But I think in like two months, I'm going to be like, oh shit, dude. No, it's, it's really like, it's just everything being taken away from you. Like is such a crazy thing. Yeah. Like it's a, like, no, you to be told like you can't go do that because you might get sick is yeah. just like, a crazy scary thing. But like, if, see, I'm married. I'm married with kids. Okay, right. you are uh, currently single. I'm currently single, whacking it everywhere down here. Okay, so you're you're currently single. No, so like, are you missing the dating scene? Are you missing the restaurant thing? Or that's not. So you just you just want to get out, but that doesn't mean you want to go and go on a date. No, I just want to be a person. I mean, would it be nice to like you know maybe get some? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really cool. I th I think the first time everybody gets some is gonna be really funny. Uh, it's gonna be really quick. <laughs> yeah, the first fuck after quarantine when you just r ran into someone. Yeah, and I and I love how I'm acting like, oh, I'm married, I'm getting some. I don't think I've gotten anything during this yet because we're so fucking tired. We got kids because the kids got homework. Right. The last thing my wife is thinking about is touching my dick <laughs> during <laughs> during like making the kids get food, you know, do all the scheduling things. She's not thinking okay. about that shit either. Right. So everybody's pretty much in the same boat. Everybody's backed up and ready to fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody is just everybody's just really tense right now yeah i feel bad for like some of those aggressive like those you know because there's some dudes that like i heard some some sexual people, deviance yeah like sexual deviance or like even like um i guess they said like the nymphos that like those people must be like just like Dude, what about the polyamory people those people that just munch each other's butts all day there's no butt munching there in this. They sent out, they literally sent out a fucking quota. They're like, yo, butt munchers. Like, uh, hey, no, you guys gonna stop. I would just love to be that one guy when the list came out uh, that's like, hey, what about, uh, what about butt munching? What? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta add something about butt munching. Well, you know there's some deviant just shoving books up his ass, like. Yeah. <laughs> The one dude that had to get that article out just makes me laugh. It's like, everyone needs to know. Oh, my God. It can't rim. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, must dude. know about the dangers of rimming. <laughs> dude, if you did that during this, you're just, I mean. Look, you're, you're eating a poopsicle? You're fucking out of your goddamn <laughs> mind. Got out, out of your mind. Dude, I'm washing my hands every fucking, the last thing. Yeah. Uh, uh. That's, I don't know yeah. where this podcast just took a really, really hilarious and filthy turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you guys got a show this week or no? Um, I don't, no, not this week, but I think, I don't know if we're allowed to say what's okay. going on. Okay. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. Surprise. But definitely not this week. 
I need uh, I need something to watch, man. Like I got really disappointed when that UFC fight, that those UFC fights got canceled. They were supposed oh, yeah. to, I guess they flew everybody or they were, they're all going to this island. They were literally going to an island, no, no crowd, no audience. And like they, were WrestleMania? All, they were all tested negative. So they all didn't have it. And they were going to go and, and it was, the card was huge. They were just going to beat the shit out of each other for hours. And it was going to give us something. And then they just told Dana White, they were like, nah, we can't. And I was like, fuck, like, I can't yeah. even watch that. WrestleMania was pretty awkward. I checked some clips out. Like it was cool, but like you need the crowd. You, you need the crowd for that when they go like, or like when they come out and they're like, yeah. you want to know what I got to say? And the crowd yeah. goes nuts. Now it's just like nothing. It's, it's just weird, like science theater now when they're just like talking and stuff. They're like, oh, you're like all the storylines don't make sense because you, you need in, in between each line someone to go, what? Or like when somebody or like when the music comes on and the guy goes. Oh, yeah. And it's not there. Um. Are you a wrestle fan? Are you a wrestling fan? I was just like looking for anything to watch. I know. I'm, I enjoy the, I think it's a really hard job uh, being a wrestler. I don't think it's easy. I mean, you're getting thrown around all the time. Even if yeah. like it is quote unquote fake, you're still getting the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. And you have to come up with like this crazy persona and like be nuts all the time. And like you're on the road 50 weeks out of the year. Yeah. It, like it's, it, I, I really admire that job. They show they awesome. show what those guys look like years later, man, and like they can't walk. They look like old NFL running backs that like have the leg and the hip issues. Because you got to think about it, dude. Those guys are probably like six foot two, six foot three, like two seventy, solid muscle, jumping off the top rope, chairs and and fucking yeah. tables and jumping off top top flying like cages. Yeah, no, fucking. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that? Your job today is to like take a nose dive off the top of a cage. No, plus those guys are like in their forties and fifties, and they walk like they're old men. Fuck that! I mean, yeah, that's that's cry. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy job. Um, so let's speaking of jobs, I wanted to talk to you about this. So, by the way, congratulations on your Netflix special. Congratulations on Big Time Adolescence, which is uh, crushing on Hulu. Um, what do you want to do? Like, are you the type? Are you going to try to go? Because this is what I always figured about you, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why we're doing a podcast. Um, would you want to do like the Sandler route where like you do your own? Like, basically, I guess what I'm saying is you want to go into a production? Because usually I feel like guys that get into it young like you create shit and just kind of saw so much of the business early that you're like, oh, shit, like. Right. I have ideas. Is that something you want to do or do you want to just keep acting or yeah. anything? Or? I would like to do like, I would like to act until I'm 30 and then like just stop really. And then just like put together projects for like my friends and like write and direct stuff. I think that's like going to be the most fun for me, but I feel like I have to do a certain amount of things to be able to get to do that. Do you, so like directing is something you've thought about doing. I love it. I think it's cool. I think being behind the camera and like just, pitching stuff and like just like setting up stuff and and being a part of just the overall camaraderie and like like the the business is like the most fun like acting's really cool and stuff but like to be behind and like have like a storyboard and like know which direction it's going and like be able to like like you know make shit happen is really fucking cool I, yeah, like I think about like imagine like Scorsese's got let's just say he's got Pesci and De Niro and Pacino, and then he can just go guys guys hold on I got an idea, and then yeah. you're 
You're yeah. telling three of the sickest actors, I got an idea, and then you watch him do it, and it's magic, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the dream. That's for sure the dream is to set up your own, you know, your own little uh, own little hub in Hollywood and get to do it. Like Sandler did it right, and he 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 did it perfect. Every all of his boys are in every one of his movies. It's so. Sick. By the way, I'm sorry about the noise in the background. I'm in my son's room, and he has a guinea pig named Vinny. And this of course thing, he does a guinea named Vinny. Throw, yeah, we call him Vinny the Guinea. Vinny the Guinea. Um, and he's just throwing shit, dude. I don't. Guinea, guinea pigs are hilarious. They, they, their bodies, they walk like a pig, but they're and when they go to their food, they can't get over the bowl, so they flip it, and it looks like they're pissed, dude. It's <laughs> hilarious. But he's just making a shitload of noise. You can't have any pets, can you? No pets. I'm allergic to hair, so all the. Even even the non-allergenic ones, I get a little like asthma. -y. It really sucks. What's it? What's a non-allergenic like allergenic pet like? Like a fucking like a Bichon dog or like a Yorkie. Oh, so there are there are some dogs that people aren't allergic to. Yeah, most people aren't allergic to them, but I I have uh, an issue with them, of course, because why the fuck wouldn't I? Why would God allow me to have a sacred animal that I get to? You know what's hilarious? You go somewhere, you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed, and you're like, and somebody goes, you know what, Pete? It's really helpful for a lot of people is to get like an emotional support. And you're like, I can't even have that. Yeah, I can't. I can't have that. I'm all on my own. <laughs> you're, you're allergic to happiness? Yeah, it literally, it, dude, it's so upsetting. It's, I've even tried, I tried to get the allergy shots. Like they do that shit like once a week. Like that shit barely works. It was, it sucks. You have, are you allergic to food and shit too? Peanuts and stuff like that? No, I'm all good on food. So it's is, just animals. It's just things that you can love and cuddle. <laughs> Pete, fuck the unconditional love, love from the dog. Here's a steak. Yeah, here's mac and cheese. Uh, and you're not fat, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you would, how great would that be if you had a dog in that basement? Oh, that would be the shit. Oh, dude, it would yeah. be the cutest. I would have the most fun. Oh, just train it to kill paparazzi? Instead, I just got my boy. <laughs> my boy Jay on the futon. Yeah. Is Jay the tattoo guy? Uh, that's Snuffy. Snuffy's the tattoo guy. Jay's just, he's been my friend for like, we work together now, but he's just been my friend since I'm like 16. Oh my God. You have a tattoo guy named Snuffy? Yeah. That's he, fucking. Yeah, because he quit, he quit drugs and they used to call him Sniffy. So now they call him Snuffy. So, so we had to change his name. Big labeling uh, issue he had. <laughs> they called him Sniffy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, no, he's got to change his image. Yeah, he changed his whole image. He's been sober for a really long time now, and now he just goes by Snuffy. And I just think it's really funny. Oh, my God, that is so funny. He's got a tattoo of, like, a guy smoking a blunt. He turned it into, like, a candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything is just – his image is just – It's just completely different. Oh man. So what's, uh, you working on any new projects right now? A uh, couple, couple little flicks coming around. We'll see yeah. if they ever get to be made because of this shit. So it's, it's just a lot of like waiting. Um, but yeah. Uh, and you know, working on personal stuff with, you know, friends and stuff. What's crazy is like, uh, there's probably a lot of people that had projects that were about to come out and, and a lot of things like this thing just, you know, Dude. what about the guy? Like, there was probably a guy who had a meeting at Fox or CBS like yeah. three weeks before this, and they're like, here it is. Here, here it is. 
Here's all the money. We love it. And then they just call his agent. Well, listen, we got to talk. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, that sucks because a lot of the shit that was like in or about to be in production, like gives it gives a lot of people a lot of time to be like, eh, maybe I didn't want to do that. That's true. You know what I mean? Like it, it, this is going to, a lot of things are going to change. I think so too. I'm hearing a lot of things are going to change and people are getting laid off, dude. People are uh, losing their jobs and people they're st- like, what this is showing is who's really needed <laughs> right. and, and who's not. Like, yeah, dude. It's like a burbit. I feel like I'm living in a burbit. Why? What, what, which one? Which one did he say? It's like only the strong, only the weak are going to get it. Yeah, that's so weird, though, that he said in, like, 2010. Yeah, he goes, he's like, dude, I'm so pro-swine flu, it's ridiculous. He goes, he goes, we need, like, a plague to just get rid of the weak, and don't worry, if you took your vitamins, you'll be okay. And yeah, he literally ten, called it 10 years ago. Yeah. There, um, Chris Rock said something a long time ago, and I actually believed in it, and this is going to sound arrogant. I'm not trying to say that I'm calling myself a great comic, but he said, great comics predict things. And there were a lot of times my wife would go, you said that on stage and then it happened. And you know who did it a lot? And again, that was just, I think, I don't think it's, I think all comics that work at this for a long time, right? I think just kind of see things and see how the world works. Again, right. so I'm not trying to say, but Stacy, my wife would go, you said that. And I remember Chris Rock would go, comics do that. And George Carlin did it all the time. Bird does it like like I think we have a sense. I think comedians have a sense of like what's we're going on feel for the world because we're in, we're in the world. We're going around. We're in Ohio telling jokes. Yeah, you know, where I we're in the Bible Belt. We're in the we're everywhere. So um, I think when you travel all over the place and you see like how other people live and you uh, learn a bunch of shit, I think it just like it makes you come up with like predictions. It also just because you you have a, a a new found most people have never left New York or LA or right. where the fuck they live. So we have this whole worldwide view that we get to offer. Uh, yeah, and I, I you're right because those people are in a bubble and we know what it's like to be in Kansas City. And then we take a joke far and exaggerate it, but then sometimes it's not too far of an exaggeration. Right, exactly. And it happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, shittiest place you've performed? Oh, shittiest place I've performed. Do you have one? I got one. Oh, at one time I was, I, I don't think this is a shitty place, but I was like 19 performing at Crackers and I was headlining in Indianapolis uh-huh. and I drank a beer. So they threw me out and I was like, okay, but I have to f- like do the shows. So they like made me sit in my car in between all the shows outside and I was only allowed to come in and do my set and leave. What? Yeah. When I was 19. Oh, because you weren't allowed to drink. Yeah. But the, the, the hostess there gave me like alcohol and I had to lie and be like, Oh no, I brought it. Like I didn't want you guys to get in trouble and all this stuff. So I just, the whole, a whole weekend I had to do all my sets from like, or pretty much leave and enter the car after, after I got off stage. And you were 19. And I was 19. It was horrible. Yeah. I, that, I got Indianapolis at Morty's. I got a bottle thrown in my head in the, yeah. from a guy from the front row. Something. Yeah. Indianapolis, and, man. I, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like malls either. Oh, malls are bad. The, the I don't only like one, to hear other people shopping. The other, yeah, yeah. You could hear the, the, the hear bells. From, like, There's a sale at Macy's. Yeah. You could hear the bells from Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, Levity Live does it good. I love Levity Live, actually. But the, I've been to some, like the one in Syracuse was brutal. 
And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, there's a couple of them that I'm just like, but we get to see shit like that. You're like, oh dude, I'm going there. And then it's fucking awesome. Yeah. There's like a lot of places I've been where I've been like, oh, this is going to be a drag. And then you're like, this is the fucking coolest shit ever. So I want to, uh, we only have a couple more minutes here. You guys listening to TVE episode 443 with my dude, uh, Pete Davidson. So um, I don't do colleges. I did, the last college I did, I was with Sal Vacano from Impractical Jokers. We did Mercy College. And I got to tell you, something amazing happened. It, things were going great. And I just said, Can, why can't you guys talk to your college friends and, and have it be like this. I go, because comedians don't want to come here anymore. And they go like, th- they got quiet. And they were like, what? And I go, you see the way you guys are laughing and you know, and even when I do something that's a little edgy or that you guys aren't really cool with, you laugh and you're understanding it. I go, yeah, that doesn't happen always. And comics don't want to do it. So get your shit together. But I know that you, you and a lot of comedians said no to colleges now, many. Yeah. But I know that you, I know that you do it. I know that you and your, you and your uh, buddies sometimes that you travel and do stand up with, um, do it. Are you find like have you had complaints at colleges? Oh my God, have I had complaints at colleges? I've I've gotten in a lot of trouble because like those kids sometimes they don't like listen and they just film the entire thing. Yeah. And like when you're working on stuff like, or, you know, stuff you don't want out, like when they're filming it, you're like, fuck, I got to stop. So like yeah. times I had to like stop the show and then you have to like address it. And then like, it becomes awkward and then nobody wants to laugh. And colleges are fucking tough, man. They're either the best show ever or like maybe the worst thing that's ever happened. So you feel like maybe since you have, you have the recognition from the show and the fame that you have now, yeah. And uh, now it's like they're watching you, but at the same time, they want to document watching you. They want to document it, and they also want something to post. And they also, like, mostly want to post negative shit. Like, nobody cool ever posts anything. Like, if a cool person sees something and they enjoy it, they'll be like, that was awesome. Or if they didn't like it, they'd be like, eh, it wasn't my favorite. A psycho will go online and be like, that was the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen. Or like, that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. When, when have you ever gone and seen a movie or anything and went on to Rotten Tomatoes or Twitter or like anything and been like, fucking dude, this shit was awesome. Like, or anything like that. No, you're right. It, it's very weird for somebody. Very rarely somebody will take a, a clip and then go, this is the dopest shit. That person, you're right, is either a psycho or the coolest ever and has way too much time on their hands, but it's always the negative. And like, I'll go to a restaurant that's dope. Like, uh, Nobu for my birthday, which fucking you right. said, that was the dopest. And and I, and I the food was, the, the sushi was like, it was ridiculous. Right. I'm not going to go and write something. Like, I'm just, listen, I'll tell my friends and family. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell my people. boy and be like, yo, you should go to Nobu. Exactly. Or if I get right. a great steak from a steakhouse, dude, that's go there with, bring a girl, bring a, bring your, bring a date, have a good time. But I'm not going to like go on and be like, yo, dude, I can't, I can't go to that movie tonight because I have to, I got a report to write on Yelp about a, or, you know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna miss out on shit because I'm taking time to write something positive. I'm just going to say it's dope. Go. Right. But I, I don't even write anything bad, to be honest. I don't even right. really write anything bad. If you, yeah, people that take time to do that stuff are fucking insane. That's, that's just how I feel about it. I just, like, if you do, like, if you log on, you have to sign up to a website. You have to create a fake name. 
Yeah. You have to like confirm it in your email address. And then like, we all know that takes like a while. So like. Pete, I have loved ones that people that I love in my life that I did not program their name in my phone. So I have to, in my phone, I just have their number. Okay. I didn't even, I didn't even go to create new contact on my phone. Three seconds. It takes two seconds. And my wife goes nuts. Like you don't have, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I I'm so don't care. I had a big director reach out to me. I'll tell you after. And I was like, I didn't save the, I just didn't save the name. And my wife's like, you you think I'm going to write about a fucking piece of steak or, or what? But I will tell you, I did one. I got one for you. I went to a pizzeria. I went to a pizzeria for my, when my son was very small. Lucas needed something to eat and little kids eat pizza. They chop it up. And I'm holding my son is two years old. Right. And nobody. And the guy behind the counter was like arrogant. And he was like looking around. It was like a popular pizza place. And I go, yeah, man, is there like a, a high chair for my son? And the guy just looked at me with this look and I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting tired. My son's getting real upset and I'm just standing there. And it right. took a long time and it was completely disrespectful for three months. I stood in it for three months. For three months, Pete, I couldn't handle it. I was talking, I was like, I have to, I can't accept how bad that was. So I showed up there alone and I go up to, I go, is there a manager? I need to talk. Three months later, I go, is there a manager? I need to talk. And uh, the guy goes, yeah, I'm the manager. I go, can we go outside and talk for a second? And we go outside. He walks me through the kitchen and we go in the back and I'm standing there. And he, I swear to God, he goes, dude, are you going to kick my ass or anything? <laughs> and I go, dude, three months ago, I brought my fucking son. Me and my son is two years old. And I'm telling the whole story. And you fucking, that asshole behind the counter is looking at some arrogant, like he didn't give a fuck. And I'm trying to feed my son. And I like your food. And I can't even come back here because I'm so fucking angry. And I just told him the whole thing. And he was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Like, it, Whoa. it was, it was one of those things. So I did have one like that, but it was only because it was so blatantly. It involved your son, Paul. It's personal. It's personal. It's personal. It's Once personal. it involves your family, it's personal. That's the Sicilian Greek. Once you do that, that's why we're so much like. You don't yeah. feed my kid pizza. I'll come for your neck. Why do you, well, why do you think Italians go, yeah, I'll get him, I'll get his fucking family. The family always comes in. So when there's a disrespect, the mafia's got a rule, no women and children. Right. Yeah, exactly. Even the mafia, even the mafia has a rule. Even the mafia has a rule. All right. So before we get out of here, um, what are you suggesting for people to watch during the Obviously, your 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 movie, Big Time Ozark. Adolescence. You guys should watch Ozark. That's- I I watched all thirty hours in thirty hours. <laughs> you did. He's actually not lying because you reached not out lying. to me and you go, dude, you guys got to do it. So I think me and Stacy are gonna do it. So Ozark, um, Ozark, Big Time Adolescence is crushing. Big Time's doing really well. If you if you guys have Hulu, go check it out. It's a Hulu original movie. Uh, it's it's out there. So check it out. All right, so you got Big Time Adolescence, you got Ozark. Anything else? I literally, there's not nothing compares to Ozark right now. I think it's wow. the new, it's like the new Breaking Bad. It's that good. Noz, yeah, it's it's our it's the new generation show for sure. How great is Bateman? Dude, he's incredible. Dude, ba- and he just seems like the cool. Like if I could have a beer with anybody, it, it like would be Jason other, Bateman. It, in 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 movies and acting, it would be Bateman, and in sports, it would be. Ooh, who would you, who's your go-to? If you could just hang out and go to lunch and have a beer with an athlete, who would it be? Hmm. Who would be cool? 
Saquon might be cool, but he's Saquon just would be cool. The thing about Saquon that I don't know is is like he's so good and his athletic, like he's not gonna throw a couple beers down. Right. <laughs> you need like a quarterback. Yeah, you need like a quarterback who like doesn't stay at like just stays in the pocket. Yeah, I would say Roethlisberger, but he's a piece of shit. But like someone like that that can throw down, like Aaron Rodgers, someone who could like throw throw down a couple beers and like hang out and be cool. Dude, I met Aaron Rodgers. I was I opened years ago, a few years ago. I opened for Burr in Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers was there, and he came in the green room, and dude, he was the coolest. Oh, dude, that's awesome! Like, Isn't that he, so cool, and they're so cool. He was the fucking coolest. He was actually funny, and I found out he loves stand up. Like that's awesome. He loves stand up, and he just loves to laugh, and he's got like this dry sense of humor. But like, he'll like. You know, he'll like talk about football. You'd be like, dude, what happened in that one game? And he'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, I remember one, I said one time, I said, dude, man, you did this throw. And I told him, I was like, I shouldn't be doing this, <laughs> like, you know, because it's, but he was just so cool. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was all. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, that's cool, dude. No, dude, that was validated by an athlete is like the horniest thing that could happen to a guy. Yeah, but being on <laughs> SNL, you must meet somebody that you are a little intimidated and then you're like, oh, they're fucking awesome like i told you i've never in all the years we've been friends i've really rarely i've been like hey pete let me know but the one that i had to ask you murphy's the fucking coolest guy ever dude i had to ask you about eddie because for me eddie is like eddie murphy to me is number is the i'm gonna go i've said this many times he's number one for me too out of the last 35 40 years i don't think we've seen anybody more talented from top to bottom nobody's fucking with eddie murphy it's not even close and end up fucking acting, dramatic acting, uh, even like Harlem Nights he directed and wrote. But how smooth stuff. is that dude? He's just like, you're like, <sighs> like he's just so cool, Paul. Paul, I went in to shake his hand and like very, there's been like two times, I think like that I've ever felt that chill in, in, my, in my bones. And it was when I was told my dad was dead. <laughs> Oh, and when I shook Eddie Murphy's hand, I've never felt like wow, like an electric current. Like like I've never felt so. He has so much charisma, and just him, just like looking at you, just the way like he could, like you could just see it, dude. He's everything, dude. Dude, when he walked off that elevator in that SNL promo, and then right right when you heard like the Lizzo song in the background, and you just see his sneakers, and he walked at the very end, he just gave this smile. And dude, I fucking like the the whole thing. Cause my dad took me and my brother to see, I was 10 and we saw Raw and the theater. And that's when it was like rock star shit. That's when it was like, it wasn't like just stand up. It was right. like, no, 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 a limousine's pulling up and the motherfucker's coming out of it. That's and sick. oh dude, and like to see like that one, that's the one that I was like, if Eddie Murphy ever watched one of my, like there's a couple of people that I would want to see a bit of mine. Right. Like, like when Burr, when I sat down with Burr one time, we were in Texas and he was just like, dude, and, and, and one time in Canada, there were a couple of times where I was like, man, I feel like I could retire. Cause a guy like that was like, dude, what I'm watching you do right now is another level. And like that, but like if a, if a Chappelle or a Burr and a, and a, and a, and a Eddie Murphy was like, dude, that joke is hilarious. Like that's way more than any audience member could ever give me like, Dude, that's the most that's the most validating thing I think I've ever heard. If anybody, any one of those guys is ever just like, hey man, you're pretty funny. Like, oh, 
Dude, if Eddie, Mur- if I made Eddie Murphy laugh, I might as as much of a bitch as this sounds. If I actually did a joke, hit a punchline, and saw Eddie cry. Murphy, I would start to cry. I would cry. I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And then he'd be like, "All right, get away from me." <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Listen, Paul, I think you're very funny. Get the fuck out of my face. All right. Hey, <laughs> restraining order. Yeah, a restraining uh, order for you. All right. I handshake think we have you, handshake for you, and a restraining order for you. I'll be out. I'm Eddie Murphy. Okay. I think we have to call this episode the Stalker for sure. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Because it turns uh, out we're Eddie Murphy stalkers. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, dude. Eddie Murphy's going to watch this and just be like, yeah, call my lawyer. Uh, neither of those two. Keep an eye on these two. But he, he changed it. He changed it. I know generations of people that say it's him. Like, he. He basically took what Pryor did, and I think Pryor was the first one to really, like, Pryor influenced Eddie, for sure. Eddie says that. Right. But then Eddie just became this. I mean, the fact that he's got two specials by 25, and they're both legendary. Yeah. And now, and now is he going to do another one? I think that's the rumor. The rumor said, is he's going to do he another said one. He's going to. Then they said, like, it keeps, like, every year they're like, but that's going to be the most watched fucking thing oh ever. Oh, my God. And he will not put it out unless it's fire. I, everybody's like, I've heard people go, dude, he's out of touch with it. I'm like, that's Eddie Murphy, dude. Do you understand that all the people that love him are going to watch it and go, yeah. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Get this out. You know and how appreciative I would be of an Eddie Murphy special? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, dude. I just, I, uh, imagine I just fucking was like, took it to another level. I'm like, Pete, Pete, do me a favor. Send this bit to... I know you don't know him, but get it. Send it to, I'll send it to Lauren. This is for Eddie. <laughs> Lauren, my friend, you know, my friend Paul did a bit. He just, he, he'll, he'll retire if Eddie says, yeah. no, dude, that's Eddie is like, when I saw Eddie back at SNL and I just saw him and like for his age, he looks great. He looks incredible. He looks like a fucking rock star, dude. Dude, he is. Oh uh, yeah. He's, he's the fucking, all right, enough of, we're, we're sitting, imagine for the next 10 minutes. Dude, what about... <laughs> Yo, his bulge, dude, was no. Dude, he got a fucking magnificent piece in. I think he's got like ten kids too, right? Yeah, that's all. They were all. They all came to New York. All came there. All were at New York. It was. Oh, fucking that's so. Sick. Oh, that's that's the fucking best. Yeah. And I heard he didn't go to the after party. Is that right? No, nope, he didn't go. Oh, that is so sick. Oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> Fuck this! I heard Paul Verzi's gonna be there. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, Pete, man, thank you so much for doing this, dude. Um. Guys, obviously, check. So, Pete, there's no social media for anybody to check you out. So, it would just be um, go to Hulu, check out Big Time, right? Go tell them whatever you want. Yeah, check it out. Uh, Hulu, Big Time Adolescence, if you could check it out and get ready for uh, King of Staten Island, which uh, Paul is in. Which oh, King, King of Staten Island is going to come out. And I just know who was involved. And I know when I went there and saw what I saw, I know what it's going to be. So, uh, definitely check that out. I've actually talked to some people that did see it and were like, dude, this is uh, so buckle up for that one. Big time adolescence is killing it. You could catch Pete. You guys know Saturday nights on uh, NBC, dude. Uh, you're one of my best friends, and I-, I love you. And I'm so happy to have you on this thing. This has been TVE 443 for the whole episode. All this episode will be on the uh, YouTube channel. Please uh, subscribe. And um, thanks so much, brother. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for having me. Later, guys. Later, man.